2: This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly.
1: What you need to know is being brought to us by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from Wherever you are, and here she is at U N E E Q underscore the queen. She's got what we need to know.
3: Thanks, Cappy. Go follow me. I need more followers. I want to get to Cappy's level.
1: <laughs> Boy, you don't want to get to my level. You want to get to George's level.
3: Okay. I well, need more followers. Better than where, I just want to be better than where I'm at right now. Just saying, you know? Okay. So go follow Do better. your girl. Do All better. Right. <laughs> so we went from Christmas Winter Wonderland with Mara Carey and being at Yamaba and at the Hollywood Bowl to Spooky Season. Christmas is, uh, is kind of around the corner, but before that, we have Halloween, and I'm all for it. I'm a huge fan of the Queen Mary, and Shaktoberfest is returning and is now open. So if you guys want to go, check it out. It's going on from Thursday to Sunday. Tickets start at $29. Obviously, if you go like this weekend, it's a little bit cheaper than if you start getting closer to, to uh, Halloween. But it's an immersive uh, Halloween festival. It features like haunted trails, live entertainment, bars and lounges. All that is on the VIP because I have been to the Queen Mary and you get your basic ticket. You get in and you're able to do some of the like the mazes and stuff like that. But if you want to do like the lounges, you got to get the VIP ticket, which is a little bit more. But honestly, I love the Queen Mary. I think they do a great job and it's way cheaper than going to like the theme parks. So, you know, Long Beach, Queen Mary and it's haunted. I'm a true believer that that place is haunted. So you get a spookier vibe.
1: Okay. I'm going to uh, look this up right now. Mm-hmm. So it's the Queen Mary. And what did you say? was? Um... It's
3: called Shacktoberfest.
1: Okay. Shacktoberfest. Hey, man.
3: Hey, hey. You got to go right. visit. Hey. That's right. I can't do the yo, voice yo. yet. There's hey,
1: Chuck. Hey, you Chuck. <laughs> You're going to come down to Queen Mary. You're going to go for Shacktoberfest. I and mean Chuck's yeah. going to be like, man, that's terrible. You know the story. <laughs> you know the whole deal. Shacktoberfest! alright I'm checking yeah. it out right now It's super cool
3: And Funch actually told me That he's never been to the Queen never Mary Never been to
2: the Queen Mary, I've always wanted to go I've never been either What? Yeah, I've ha- heard they got this really good champagne brunch Every, so, every weekend too Yeah so y-
3: even without the spookiness Of yeah. Yeah. what they do during Halloween yeah. Honestly going to the Queen Mary Is such a yeah. cool spot Like you can do a tour And there's certain places where they're like Oh this person, something happened here And this happened yeah. here it's really and cool. they
2: said it's haunted. So. It's super haunted. Yeah. Come on, for real? Yeah. Yeah. hmm They it's say haunted. it or it is.
3: No, so I mean, they do both, say but- yes, they do say it's haunted. They've had like the it's not what what do they call the paranormal people that would go in paranormal there? Paranormal
2: experts or whatever yeah. or whatever.
3: Yeah, it's like a hot. Like the
2: Ghostbusters.
3: Yeah. The the legit Ghostbusters. It's like a legit hotspot for, you know, activity. Really? Yeah. Okay. You should go, Cappy. Um let's you know go what? at night.
1: Yeah, you got to, I mean, what what else are you going to do? Are you going to go there in the middle of the day? I well, mean, no, I've done,
3: well, yeah, they do Queen Mary tours, and I've done them during the, during the day, and they still feel eerie in certain places.
1: Is it like a whole amusement park that they build for this thing?
3: They build like a little carnival setting kind of situation. Boy, and Shaq is the,
1: all over this deal. This is well, they, all his yeah. baby,
3: huh? shaq But
2: I think some nights he might be, like, spinning, too. Really? What? Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. see
3: that on the website, it, though.
2: I would go see that. Know. I've seen oh, man, Shaq. I'm imagining skin. he's going to make one appearance. Hey,
3: cap! you got you to yeah. check me out. Kid. you, you, you got to check cap, me out. Yo, cap!
1: oh. God, I haven't seen Shaq in ages, man.
2: That's one thing I want to see Shaq do is DJ. I heard he's a really good DJ. Really? Yeah, really good DJ. Really, really? good EDM DJ.
1: Dude, I've seen him. I've seen him before. I really? Saw him at a, yeah, I saw him at a festival called Kaboo a couple wow. years back. It was awesome. Loved it. Um, I have an I have a picture in my office of um, Shaq holding me like a little baby. Aww. You know? <laughs> and,
3: and, <laughs> can and, we, I want to see that picture, Cap. Somebody,
1: somebody walked into the office and went, who's that? I'm like, that's Shaq Diesel. That's the foo. That's
3: the, I want to see that picture. I'll
1: get, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll show it to you on the YouTube. Kurt, Kurt, you got well, so I'll show no it people. to you, man. I'll show it to you. I love that, that picture. Well,
3: hopefully you guys go. You guys can go to shacktoberfest.com and buy your tickets there.
2: All right, there you go. That's I think, what you need I to think one of us has to hit up like a haunted house some sometime. Oh this dude, month. Well, I, I got a whole houses.
3: I got a whole situation going on. I'm going to not scary farm. Oof. I want to go to I've been to Disney for the Halloween thing. I am doing horror nights. Then the haunted hay ride is back and dude. I'm yeah. trying to do this Shocktoberfest thing. It's called Let's Go. I love yeah. Super I no, love so I. Halloween.
1: I do season. too. I, I love like the haunted houses and yes. those haunted hay rides. I love all that stuff. Let's
2: go. Yeah. One thing, well, are you guys gonna be dressing up for Halloween? I mean, I dress eh. up every year for Halloween.
3: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I you gotta dress be up this week. You know.
2: I gotta dress up this year for my wife's uh, work function or yeah, something. Yeah, that's the way it goes. You yeah. dress
1: up because your because your wife or your girlfriend tells you what to do. Yeah, really? right.
2: Yeah, I got. I, yeah, I mean, I'm just. I I normally. I mean, normally you wouldn't don't. do
3: it like on your own. I mean,
2: I would if I was single and out there and stuff oh, like that. You, you were know? gonna be
3: like, hey, girl, hey. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Okay.
2: but I mean, you know, ever since you know we get married and you get a kid, you no, know,
3: now <laughs> listen to me, listen to me, Fungy,
1: Fungy. What? whatever. If you want to stay married, and that's if, if you want to <laughs> stay married, you do
2: everything you're told. Exactly. So exactly. Exactly. So yeah, and it's it's at her boss's house. So I really, really got to go. Oh yeah. Of Ooh, course. what
3: is she wearing? See, he,
2: he it, there's a theme to this, there, okay, and he's probably okay. listening to this. The boss is listening, probably probably to this program, or whatever. Have shut up, boss. <laughs> it's either a dead person or like a scary monster or something. Okay, that's what you have to be. or That's what that's, his that's theme. what it is. That's oh, what the theme is. Yeah, a
3: dead person or like
2: a monster or something.
3: So like a zombie. Dead you would be a
2: zombie. Yes, I can yes. do
3: really good makeup for a zombie. I can show you the makeup that I've done. Yes.
2: but my wife to wants to be that puppet from the Saw movies. Not little oh, Cappy? Oh no.
3: <laughs> no! The little weird one on the bike. Yes, the, she wants oh. to be that dude. Geesh, that thing gives me nightmares. Yeah, cap. Do you have your outfit picked out? I don't have it picked out yet. But um, this past
1: weekend, my daughter and her boyfriend, Nick the Stick, had to go to some uh-huh. costume party, uh-huh. and they didn't have. Co- they needed like couples costumes. Yeah. Dude, we went to this thrift store by my house, bought two brand new costumes for seven dollars
2: each.
3: Dude, best thing to do is go right now. Even right now is a little yeah. late. Go to the thrift stores because that's where it's at.
2: Yeah, go to your spirit Halloween stores too.
3: Nah.
1: Well, that's what you need to know. It's being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Now, is our boy Sedano back, or is he is he bailing out on this segment? Uh, he's not back. Not back. I hope he's all right. Yeah, yeah. Funchy, we have to send you to the bathroom.
2: Might have to <laughs> make sure make sure Georgie didn't fall in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, I can find a wireless mic around here. Hopefully,
3: yeah. uh, he has his underpants. So yeah, really. Maybe he got that go, extra you know?
2: pair. I hope
1: he's all right. Yeah. I do. Hey, um, we were going to get back to what happened yesterday between the Raiders and the Chargers. And I've been getting a lot of response from people on uh, Twitter in the circle of trust saying, preach, brother, preach. Because seriously, Josh McDaniels, look, all these Raider fans show up yesterday at SoFi Stadium. The place is jam-packed, and it's just everybody's in all black. As a matter of fact, during the broadcast, Kevin Harlan tried to make us think that it wasn't like that, and I sent him a text during the broadcast because Harlan was like, it's 50% Charger fans and 50% Raider fans, and this place is going crazy. And I'm like, Kev, I'm watching it on TV, and it's like 95% Raider fans. you Mm -hmm. know?" And look, you have a young quarterback who's making his first start four games into his rookie season, and he's a fourth-round draft choice. This isn't Jared Goff being the number 1 overall pick and a coach saying, no, he's going to sit around, he's going to wait, and he's going to learn. This is a team that's in an emergency situation because their star free agent quarterback is three games into the season already in concussion protocol and can't play. There's no Jimmy G. So the kid, Aiden O'Connell, who had a really nice preseason for the Raiders, he's your backup quarterback. Why? Because you don't spend money on backup quarterbacks when you got money spent everywhere else, especially when you got a lot of money invested into your first round of quarterback, your first string quarterback. So they're willing to go into this season with a young quarterback, hoping he doesn't have to play. But you know Jimmy Garoppolo's history. You know he's going to have to play. You are down 24 7 at half, and it's a 24 17 game, and you've got this young quarterback who you're giving him the ball on fourth and 10. Wait a second! Wait a second! What was that?
4: Yo, so the bathroom flooded.
1: Okay, well, I mean, we were worried about you,
4: George. No, I well, I went and found one of the cleaning people because the bathroom was flooded. They need to find like the maintenance people. Well, which toilet and bathroom? <laughs> so I went into the stall because there was nobody in there. I'm like, oh, I'll just you know, I got room, you know, I don't, I don't, You're I don't always... about The, the handicap stall, or are you talking about the regular guy's stall? Uh, the handicap stall. Okay, Cause cause there's nobody here. Big and comfy. It's yeah, six o'clock at night. I know. Right. So I go in there, and there's a ton of like toilet paper. In the bowl, so I'm like, I'm not gonna go in that bowl with all that toilet paper. So I flush the toilet paper. Oh no! And it get it doesn't go all the way. Some of it goes, some of it, And I flush it again. All of a sudden, the water starts to rise. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god! And I, so I ran out of there, looking, screaming, like like trying to Help! find somebody. Help! And then yeah, I found one of the la- the the ladies, and they they like were able to like shut off the valve. Like it was nuts. Well, I wow.
1: mean, the good news And is then news I is was like, work, all right, I guess I'm going to have to pee
4: in the urinal
2: anyway.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, what a terrible
4: thing. Why don't you go sit down and use the ladies' room? <laughs> I mean, I already went. It's okay. Oh, but, oh, I mean, oh all right. What an unfortunate moment you
3: find yourself. But I was
4: room. freaking out because I'm like... Man, there's a lot of toilet paper in here. And I just like, so I flushed it. And then it was like the second. And then I'm like, oh, I can flush it again. It didn't all go down. Oh, and then that's hell. when everything rose. And I was like, oh,
3: oh no. no.
4: no, What no. do I do? And like I immediately jumped back because I didn't want my sneakers to get dirty. But you're
1: lucky. Good you're luck. Good I understand. Home. I understand. <laughs> you're lucky that you this was a, at work, not at home. This morning. Oh, at home. I I, I can handle that. Oh, too. no, no. This morning, I uh, was at my house. And I was doing my business. You don't know how to shut off the valve on your own
4: toilet at home. Well, I, let me tell there's you, there's not. I couldn't see where the one was here. Well, here's what I can tell you.
1: I flushed, and um, this thing wasn't going away. You know what I'm saying? This oh, thing wanted you to had, around, You right?
4: took the Browns to the Super Bowl. So, uh,
1: right. So then, <laughs> so then the water, the water doesn't go all the way down. So I'm like, all right, I'll flush again. So I flush again. Now the water's rising. The water's rising. I'm like, oh, I'm like, don't go any higher. So then it stops. Then I come back like 30, 40 minutes later. And you tried to flush again. Right, and I tried to flush again. So then I finally go find a plunger. Why didn't you get like
4: Liquid Drano or something?
1: No, because I, I I felt like I needed a plunger. So I go find a plunger. Right. That but works too. But I don't have like a good plunger. I've got oh, like you a got own. one of those little crappy ones you buy got, at like right, Vons the dollar or something? Store or it's Ralph's. Such a crappy plunger that it actually sits in a, in, a th- in a holder right next to like a toilet bowl cleaner. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, Horrible no, plunger. No. Yeah,
4: like that's cool. not a mean, real plunger. You got
1: to have industrial size. Yeah, yeah. You got to have strength like the big one one right. That has like
4: the suction thing, right. so and that like, when you pull yeah. it up, it goes and the whole <laughs> right. toilet like releases, you know right? I mean? Right, 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 yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, so yeah, so thankfully, so the day I, you know, on, I'm it, not it the most handy of people, so immediately no. I was you know, like,
4: but my friend, <laughs> it was so funny. I wish there was a video of me because, well, that would be illegal because it's in a bathroom, but nonetheless, yeah. it would like. I, I first thing I thought it was, no, not these sneakers. Uh, Let me see what yeah. sneakers you're wearing. Which ones you wear? I'm wearing these. Nike tennis ones? That are like, Let me see which ones you're wearing. I can't see them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, those, yeah, are nice yeah, yeah. those are nice yeah, sneakers. Those are nice sneakers. Yeah, they're, they're like white, white. They're white. You Yeah, no. get duty on those. Yeah. I was like, hell no. Hell no. Hail to the nah. Yeah. Hail to the nah, nah. Yeah. And thankfully, the cleaning people are still here. So.
1: Yeah, and thankfully, you interrupted where I was going, which was just going to be another beatdown on the Raiders and their head coach, Josh McDaniels.
4: Yeah. Well, it's funny because I walked through the office and Jason's like, "There's st- Jason Roberts, our uh, marketing consultant, that's what they call them these days, Um. He was like, oh, they're talking about you. I said, "Oh, dude, you have no idea what I just went
3: through." <laughs> I was like, I hope he has another. We thought pair you got locked out. Font. I thought <laughs> for well, no, I, I, pants, I thought I, you know? th- I was gonna call
4: you because I, but it was just like I need to act fast. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Like it. I forget it. So everything is all, I guess, on its way to being clean now. But it was just wild.
1: Funchy was going to take a wireless mic and come find me. Yeah, he was. I was. I
3: I could (laughs) have used (laughs) your help. Certainly. (laughs) I was
1: looking for somebody. Uh...
4: It was funny, man. Um, But anyway, uh, Cappy, so go ahead. Just finish your rant there, Jim. My
1: my rant is this, and a lot of Raider fans are feeling me in the circle of trust. You know, for all the bad coaching there is in the NFL, and I look at, like, the Chicago Bears, George. How about the Chicago Bears? 28-7 lead over the Denver Broncos, only to lose that game. That coach has lost 14 straight games he's a terrible coach. Um, Brandon Staley, he keeps getting lucky these last two weeks, but on fourth and short in your own territory, you're going for it and you're not getting it, and you're getting lucky enough to win, but he's a bad coach. Um, People ridiculed and laughed at Nathaniel Hackett last year. He's a terrible coach. Maybe so, but I'm just here to tell you, Josh McDaniels is a terrible, terrible head coach. And for the Raiders, that's the guy they kind of put their money on. They're like, no, we're committed to him. In fact, we're so committed to him, we'll let Derek Carr leave. They chose the coach over the quarterback. Oh, you tell. Come on, ahead. Cappy, R- give it ahead, to him me. one more time. No, rack me. Tell go him,
4: ahead, I'll take the rack. Tell him how. Tell him how terrible he is. How terrible is he? He's gutless. Josh
1: McDaniels is gutless. You don't take a rookie quarterback who's a first round or a fourth round draft choice in his first start and on first and goal from the three-yard line with two minutes and 40 seconds to go in the game, you don't put that ball in that kid's hands. You put the ball in the hands of the running back.
4: Shot. Rack him. Gutless. Seriously, horrible. Raider fans, I feel your pain, bro. I do. But the Raiders are not good either, though.
1: No, they're not good, but they could have won that game yesterday. They certainly could have tied it and taken it to OT. They could have gone for two and, and gone for the win. But their coach is so football dumb.
4: He is pretty dumb.
1: I mean, how could you have been around Belichick? And look, Belichick, worst loss of his career yesterday in Dallas. But how could you have been around Tom Brady and Bill Belichick for all these years and not have just at least a, a football Yeah, but none IQ? of those
4: coaches that were around Belichick were that way.
1: No, no, they've they've all proven to be failures. Yeah. Every one of them has proven to be failures, which, again, just tells you the Patriot dynasty – was about Tom Brady, not about Bill Belichick. I'm, uh, dying, I'm dying on that hill apparently.
4: Okay, that's fine. Cappy, I Jason Roberts speaking of which our our sales consultant, marketing mm-hmm. consultant, sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just send an email to us. He's a
1: big sucker that guy.
4: He's a big dude. He, he could have like played six, like four. he could have played like linebacker yeah. somewhere.
1: Oh, dude, he's like 6'4, 250.
4: Yeah. Um he wants us to do a brainstorming session with Tequila Mandala. Does that include tequila though? is my question.
1: Right. Right. Good question.
4: Yeah. Because if it does, then I mean,
1: it'd probably be a better brainstorming session if that were the case.
4: Yeah, I would agree. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we'll get back to
4: Jason. Let me see. He wants uh, Tuesday, ten ten. We could do it during lit. How about we do it live on the air?
1: What do you think? I'll have to figure it out. I got to check. I got to check my calendar, George. You Mm -hmm. know,
4: your Calendly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He says, please advise asap. Thanks. Okay, well, I, I mean, he's listening back yet. there. So, I mean, he could just come over here and have yeah. this conversation with us. Mm-hmm, yeah, you got to write these fancy emails and stuff with his little to... signature senior marketing consultant, wow. team and league partnerships. Well,
1: that's a big title.
4: It is. a bit. It's a long ass title, too, for that matter. It's a big
1: title. Way to go, Jay. Congratulations <laughs> on that title, Jack.
4: Jay, we're in. But can we do it with like food and beverage? There he is. There he is. Why don't you just come in here? Don't give me the finger. Come in here. Why is he giving you the finger? All right, we got a break real quick, and then he'll be in here in two minutes. And then let's get back to USC and how we may think their championship hopes may be dashed. Next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel
2: that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
3: Thank you, Christopher, and uh, I'm playing some Andre 3000 in honor of us finding his twin this morning. Oh, Jimmy Butler? Yep.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, shout out to him because I seriously was like, oh, I did not know Andre 3000 had a little twin.
4: You saw his reasoning, Jimmy Butler, for doing that. I'm sure people have seen it on the internet today. He says he's emo now. Yeah. He says he's had a rough, uh, rough <laughs> off season.
3: So I love it know. though. I loved it, and we were all went crazy when we well, saw that. Well,
4: for people that don't know, he did this last year. He did like the whole like super long dreads mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. year. And what happens is on media day, whatever the photos that the guys take on media day, those are the photos that have to get used for promotional use by the NBA. So, for example, when they use the starting lineups graphic, it mm-hmm. will have those photos from media day. When they do like teasing a game on a network like, coming up on ESPN this Friday, it'll be Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat against the LeBron and the Lakers, right? And it would be that picture. So, it's kind of <laughs> funny.
3: Andre 3000 picture? I yeah, love it. It's I'm all funny. for it.
1: Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of Media Day and uh, the Lakers for a quick second, you mentioned LeBron. Did you see the story today that LeBron says that uh, Bronny's going to be you know, planning on coming back to play? But the other part of it is is that LeBron... For all the talk at, at the um, Lakers, not Media Day today, but last week when Darvin Ham and Rob Palenka were talking and they were saying, you know, LeBron's been training like he's a 21-year-old. LeBron has said he's committing his season to, to Bronny. And, and I went, you know what, man? That may sound corny to some people, but not to me. You know, I, I got that dad thing going. And I can imagine that LeBron is probably so, first of all, appreciative and thankful and grateful that Bronny's okay. Um, not to mention wanting to get him back on the floor because that's what the kid probably loves to do, but to say, hey, we're coming out this season. This, for all intent and purposes, could be my last season as a Laker. You know what? We've got the roster. We've got the off season together. We've just done our own little pre-training camp training camp. I like our team. I like our chances, and I'm committing this season to my kid. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. That is cool. Way to go, King. Yeah, shout out. By the way, Caleb Williams, anybody see Caleb Williams doing the king crown?
2: Yeah,
4: I saw it when he scored scoring. the first touchdown.
1: I mean, all right,
4: bro.
2: He was actually wearing LeBron's on uh, Saturday too. Oh, was he? Yeah. All all
4: right. What do you mean all right, bro? What's wrong? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. you you don't have a problem with that? Him crowning I, I himself? I don't, I don't I don't love it. I don't love it. You you would be the most boring like good
1: athlete ever. Well, George, you say that, but you you do realize that my first ever collegiate field goal I busted out the cabbage patch right there on the field. Okay. Well, what happened to that guy? Um, that guy was a jerk, and uh, the coaches yelled and screamed at him. And uh, Yeah, but I, you, know, you aren't never... the
4: starting quarterback who just won the Heisman. Right. But he didn't just win the Heisman. Caleb Williams? Yeah. He won the Heisman last season. Okay. Well, whatever. He's the reigning Heisman trophy winner. I know. But the whole
1: LeBron crown thing, I'm like, come on. I don't know. To me, like, listen, when I when LeBron did the crown thing at the Super Bowl, they're like, who's in that the crown? Either. I didn't love
4: that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't love. I don't love the crown thing. You don't love fun. I
1: don't. I don't. Also, I'm not into the monarchy. You know what I mean? Like people who are really interested in like the British monarchy, they're like, "Oh my God, they're having a wedding!" I'm like, "Why do you care?"
4: Oh, I don't. I didn't even know that.
1: What you didn't know? What they're having a wedding? Monarchy. Well, I mean, I'm saying like I'm not into the I'm not into the British monarchy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. So, I mean, the crown thing. I guess you know, if you're LeBron and you call yourself the king, okay, I get it. But you're Caleb, and I listen. He's a young kid. I understand. I understand the emotion. I just thought it was like, come on, man. You got your own thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to use LeBron's crown. Just,
4: just get your himself. own crown?
1: Yeah, I guess so. He just crowned himself. If you want to crown him, then crown him.
4: <laughs> I'm okay. But here's the thing. USC's got bigger issues to worry about than crowning. Yeah, they're not crowning their defense. They may not be crowned as Pac-12 champions, as we thought. And again, this conference, really, really tough. Look at the
1: top 25 of college football. Funch, I think you may have the list in front of you. I I will pull it up should I need to. But if you look at the top 25 in college football. Yeah, I do. And
4: you look at where. I mean, 7, 8, 9 is Washington, Oregon, USC. Right. And by the way, all three of those teams right now, all three are tied for the favorite to win the conference. By the way, uh, Washington State is 14. Oregon State is 16. Yeah. And Oregon State, I mean, they looked really good defensively in that game against utah
1: so i mean the the, look we've all sat here and whined and cried about it all year long the pac-12 is going to have its greatest year in its final year yeah it's crazy that that storyline is kind of you know it's it's sort of a little tired unfortunately but it's the reality it is but here's the thing most of us probably being homers that we are thought usc is going to they're going to be the class of the conference and um they are currently the highest-ranked team in the conference. Yes,
4: but based on what I saw against Colorado on Saturday, well, they're not actually. I mean, depends on which po- poll you're looking at. Which poll are you using? The AP has Washington and Oregon ahead of both of them. Oh, interesting. Up uh, ahead of USC, that is interesting. Yeah,
1: um, I'm just telling you right now, guys. If you're a USC fan and you think this is a national championship year,
4: did you watch this Colorado comeback? They better figure out. They better figure out the defense.
1: I, I don't know how they're going to do that. They're not going to bring in new players now. And, you know, their scheme is their scheme. What are they going to do? Walk into the defensive meeting room today? Hey, guys, listen up. All right, look, we gave up a bunch of points the week before to Arizona State. We had this thing won against Colorado, and they came storming back, and they scored a ton of points. So here's what we're going to do this week tons of different stuff, stuff we've never done before. I mean, this is their scheme, their coach. This is the defense he runs. Defense, bad.
4: It's just really bad. It's not just bad. Like it's really freaking bad. Like it's and they've got guys on that roster that are going to be NFL players but just for whatever reason the cohesion is not there.
1: Look, if you're going to tell me that you're going to score 48 points every game, okay? Right, you're gonna, but you're I be I, in every I, game. I
4: don't know. I mean, I think they can score 40 points a game, but you still have to be able to stop somebody. Well, you're going to have to stop like Oregon or Washington. Because those guys can probably score with you. Just as, they're just as good offensively, yes. Yeah,
1: so you're going to have to, you know, you those games are going to wind up being 56 to, you know, 50 whatever, 56-49. Um, they're going to be high-scoring games, and they're going to be exciting, and they're going to be fun. They're just going to be no defense. It's going to be like seven-on-seven seven games.
4: But that 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 USC defense, man, it is. Um... Well, and look, I've been trying to tell you for a while that Washington particularly can stay with them, and I think Oregon, to your point, can do something can can similarly also score with them. So it's just not a given, right? And it's funny because going into the season, and maybe it's different this year because the last three years I have been doing college football now, like two seasons plus. And I've been watching these games closely, and I particularly did the Pac-12 basically the last two seasons, and I know what these teams are bringing back. And it's just like, this wasn't a gimme like everyone thought it was going to be.
1: Well, that's the way we all are. I mean, this is LA sports fans are, hey, there's an available free agent, the best guy in baseball. He's definitely going to the Dodgers. I mean, everybody thinks Otani's going to the Dodgers because that's the way we all think. Wait, what? Giannis is talking about two years from now that he might want to leave the Bucs? Oh, he's definitely going to the Lakers. Automatic. Definitely going to the Lakers. And then it goes to USC, and it's like, hey, there's a resurgence, and there's a Heisman Trophy winner. And, oh, they lost two games to Utah last year, but that's not going to happen this year. We're going to win the national championship. And then you get into about the fourth game of the season or so, and you see this team play against Colorado who just got annihilated by Oregon. And you're like, wait a second. Um... Maybe this offense is really, really good, but this defense might be so bad that the offense may not be able to make up for it.
4: That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think they're going to run into somebody who can stop them a little bit, right? I mean, hell, Colorado stopped them in the second half.
1: Yeah, I mean, they essentially they did because I think the score at halftime was like 34 to 14. Correct. Yeah. So I think they scored, uh, I don't know, whatever it was, 14 like, points let, in the let's second half. Let's do this real quick.
4: Let, let's, just, let's, let's play a game here. Okay, let's okay. play a game. I like a game. If they played Georgia right now, do you think they can win? Um, Probably not. I mean, in a one-game scenario, sure. We, I mean, we'll, we'll, No, no, wait. Look, let's take the caveat out of in a one-game scenario, anything can happen, crazy stuff can happen, okay? But if I just told you man for man, okay, do you think they could beat Georgia? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Um, What about Michigan.
1: I mean, based on the success Michigan has had and where they are ranked currently, and what I think of them—I
4: um, mean, just my perception of them—probably not. I mean, I think it'd be a closer game. I think that they're 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 closer to Michigan than Georgia, in my opinion. Uh, although Georgia has struggled a little bit, I get it. They're playing a a first-time quarterback, all that stuff. That's the only thing that USC has in their favor is that those type of teams, if they somehow get out of the Pac-12, okay. And let's say they do end up with one loss or undefeated and they get to a playoff. Those teams, Michigan has an experienced quarterback, Georgia does not, but Michigan doesn't have the athletes across the board that USC has. Texas, on the other hand, has the experienced quarterback and has the athletes that USC has. That's a team that scares me. Ohio State is a team that has a first-time quarterback, but certainly has the athletes. Florida State has the athletes. And a quarterback who's experienced.
1: Why does Michigan not? And I'm asking it. Look, I, I've only watched Michigan. Well, they. Uh, a little I bit. mean, if
4: you just go by like recruiting rankings, they have way less blue chip guys than those teams I just mentioned. And yet they're number two in the country. Right. Yeah. And their quarterback's good. They're JJ McCarthy's a good quarterback. That guy's good. He's a good quarterback. He's also he made, experienced. He made some plays this weekend
1: where, you know, you're a right-handed quarterback and you're rolling to your left and on the move and you throw it across bullet. your body. Right? Yeah, now. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they also had that incredible catch this but weekend, the kid gonna, in the end zone we're over
4: gonna, the defender. Did you see that catch, George? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I, I think we're, we're going to see what USC's made of. The rest of this schedule will tell us, okay, moving forward after this week. Just
1: not – look, I, I would say this to you. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State – Florida State, and by the way, Florida State had to struggle a couple weeks ago against Clemson,
4: but... But Clemson's um, a legit team. You know I mean, what I mean? Clemson,
1: yeah, they're not ranked, but they're traditionally pretty good. No, but they're, no, but they're pretty still good.
4: Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they, they, they had a... They, they've lost to Duke, who was good. Clearly was good, and now I don't know how good they're going to be because they lost their quarterback for the year. But they were legit good. I mean, they were seconds away from being Notre Dame yeah I I just think that the
1: USC defense is so far behind the USC offense oh my god yeah and and there's there's no there's no balance at all so when I look at the Georgia Michigan Ohio there's way better balance that's what I'm getting yeah 100% I'm
4: I'm with you Cappy so the unit
1: that's the worst on the field is more often than not the USC defense
4: yes Look at that. That was hardcore college football talk right Dude,
1: there. Dude, that that's hardcore sports right there. Yeah. We better get it in today because tomorrow is Live Imaging Tuesday mm-hmm. where the whole show goes off the rails.
4: Completely. Right. Yeah. I have to reel it back in. Yeah. Let's get it in today. All right. Big deal or no deal is next, Cappy. Let's do it.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
4: All
2: right, Funchy, you take it away. All right, guys, we're going to do something a little different for big deal, no deal. I'm going to give you guys an NFL team, their record. You're going to tell me if it's a big deal, no deal, based on their record of how they're playing or whatever. Okay. All right, guys, so Buffalo Bills, 3-1, big deal, no deal for those guys. Uh, I'll start with you, Cap.
1: I'll say a relatively big deal based on the way their season started. They lost to the Jets week one, didn't they? Does my memory serve me correctly? Yes, they they did, four weeks yeah, later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also, um, they cooled off the Miami Dolphins. You know, after the Dolphins scored 70 against the Broncos, I went, whoa, these guys got so much speed. This offense might be unstoppable. But uh, Buffalo cooled them off. So at 3-1, I'm going to say
4: big deal for the Bills. I'm going to say no deal because I expected them to be near the top of the AFC. Um, And, yeah, they beat the Dolphins, but they've beaten the Dolphins in 10 of the last 12 meetings. So um, they've kind of owned the Dolphins despite them splitting last year. Um, And, yeah, they had a good plan against the Dolphins. They – Their defensive line plugged the the lanes against Tua, so their timing was off on their quick passing game and they got their hands up and batted stuff down. So I don't think anybody, everybody can pull that off against the Dolphins' offense, but the Bills certainly can, and they've been really damn good for like five years. So no big, no deal for me. They're, I expected them to be this good. Okay. Hey, by
1: the way, real quick, are, are you guys watching this game, this Monday night game yes. between the Giants and the we Seahawks? Are. Yeah, they're, I saw
4: Geno Smith just went down to the locker but, room.
1: But have you just seen this touchdown? They, they're they're going to wind up calling this back. But the tight end from no the— affine. Uh yeah he, this guy made some insane run towards the goal line. He's not going to get the touchdown which is unfortunate for him, but what a great run down the sideline. And yeah, you're right. Geno Smith is out of the game right now. And I'm trying to remember who's the backup quarterback. Drew Lock. Uh, Drew Lock, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he yeah. was
4: down at the one. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, he is down. His knee is down. Yeah. I mean, he may even be out at the I don't know 7 or 8, but Yo, I Yo, the Giants he's... stink, huh? Yeah, they're not good. They're not good at all.
4: Daniel Jones, that's what you get for paying him $40 million. He stinks,
1: too. Yep. That's because teams are afraid to start over. Yeah. They hate to admit when they're wrong. All right, keep going.
2: Funch. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, let's talk uh, New England Patriots. They're 1-3. Is that a big deal, no deal? They lost uh, the biggest game or biggest lost deficit in the Belichick era yesterday. Is that a big deal, no deal? Uh, Stadano. That
4: part is a big deal. They have scored 55 points in four games, the New England Patriots. That's the least amount of points in four game in their first four games since the first year Bill Belichick was in New wow. England. Wow. And Mac Jones stinks. Terrible. And I think that Belichick realized that yesterday. And I know he's saying it wasn't a big deal that he benched him, but he benched him because he he said, What was the point? Yes, what's the point? Putting him out there to get obliterated. Um, he's my best guy despite him not being that good.
1: No, nope, he's not very good. I would say it's a big deal that the the Patriots are one and three for this reason. Cause guys like me now continue to believe and preach that Belichick was always overrated. Look, I don't want to take any away well, I don't the know guy. about it. overrated. Yeah, overrated. Well, wait, like, on. on. Let me make my, let me make why my, do you always got to be extra? Well, here's, here's what I'm saying. They you won just six love su- Tom Brady and you no, want no, to, you know. But look, they won six Super Bowls. Right. Okay. And those and first
4: couple were definitely not Tom Brady's. The, re- the reason they, didn- they won those were not necessarily Tom Brady.
1: I'm not saying they were all Tom Brady. I'm just saying Tom Brady was the quarterback of those teams. And six Super Bowls later. Bill Belichick lost Tom Brady. He has a personnel guy hasn't been able to replace him and hasn't found a good quarterback, let alone just competent. Well,
4: I mean, I, it's only been two years. Like, no, we, no. But
1: well, first of all, I think it's been more. I think this is like well, this the is third year three. Year. Okay, so in three years, you've gone from the best coach in the history of football to not making the postseason. You know, and 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 Tom Brady already won a Super Bowl with another organization, a lowly organization, right? And then also stunk last year. He really didn't stink. They were not good. No, no. They played the in the worst division in the sport. The team wasn't good, but just the numbers were like Tom Brady was still performing. Yeah, but that's not, but he was putting up numbers, but it wasn't impactful. Okay, I don't remember what their record was at the end of last year. It was nine,
4: 8-9 nine or 9-8. Nine Tom eight, Brady went to like a that.
1: Super Bowl, then went to a playoffs, and then didn't make it, whatever. But here's the thing. It is a big deal that Bill Belichick and the Patriots got slammed the way they did yesterday. Yeah. And it's an even bigger deal that they don't have a quarterback. I mean, they got nothing at quarterback it's another one of these Alabama guys that doesn't make it in the NFL. Now there's some uh, some examples of Alabama guys like Tua. I mean Tua. Jalen
4: Hurts and Tua have done pretty well. But recently. Jalen
1: but hold on, Jalen Hurts, you don't give Alabama all the credit for Jalen Hurts? I mean, he was he played there and then he got benched there he and then he went to Oklahoma. did get benched Tua, right? Yeah, he went to Oklahoma. So all I'm saying is those two guys are good examples, but there are a lot of examples of Alabama quarterbacks oh, that are not I mean, very good but, in the NFL. But we
4: can't do that all the time because you could say this. That's the reason people didn't go with C.J. Stroud, number one. And look, I think Bryce is going to be a good quarterback in the league, but the Carolina Panthers stink around him. They do stink around him. I mean, and they can't even they can't even protect the poor kid.
1: And I don't know if he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't know yet. I,
4: I, well, I think, I, I think, I think this, if you protect him, I think he'll be fine. I just, Maybe. You, I I don't uh, much like Tua. Tua was not very good at the beginning because he had no protect no protection.
1: And that's why I never wanted. To give up on a guy like Tua, and listen, that's why I look at a guy like Anthony Richardson yesterday against the Rams for the Colts, and I go, that guy right there, he's big, he's strong, he weighs a lot, he can run people over, he's kind of like a like a Cam Newton kind of player.
4: Yeah, um, but I, I just think that um, like Ohio State is one of those schools. People, oh, don't get an yeah, Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, you, and C.J. Stroud's balling right now.
1: He really is. And but it is true. I mean, schools get reputations. Positions get reputations. That's true. I'm just saying. Listen, Mac Jones not good. I would agree. All right, where else? Go All right, ahead, guys.
2: The uh, Detroit Lions are three and one right now. Is that a big deal or no oh, deal? Oh, Cappy. Uh, Sedano.
4: I'll start with you. Yeah, big deal. Big deal. You know, my my wife's mother is from Detroit, and she r- still reps the Lions. She loves Matthew Stafford, but she still reps the Lions every weekend, and she is as happy as a pig in bleep right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm
1: going to go big deal also. Look, I mean, everybody ridiculed their coach when they hired him because he's kind of got this pro-wrestler motivational speaker thing going. I happen to love it. I'm super happy for Jared Goff. You know, I think Jared Goff was a scapegoat in L.A., and I think Jared Goff is still continuing to grow and get better. So I love it. And, I and by the way, Detroit should win that division. Chicago's with the worst team in football. Green Bay's not very good. And so um, – I'm just trying to think. that I, I really think Detroit can win that division, should win that division. Of course, they should win. the is Minnesota's not
2: very good. We're going to kick your right, teeth and we're
4: going to bite a kneecap off.
1: Yeah, we'll bite a kneecap off. That's right.
2: <laughs> All right, guys, uh, the Denver Broncos, who just eked one out over the Chicago Bears yesterday, they're one in three. Is, that, is this a big deal or no deal? Cappy?
1: Um, I, I keep going big deal. I feel like I'm going big deal every day. Th- I love this story, by the way, because I, I was of the opinion – that Sean Payton will come back and will will be completely overrated. I'm not rooting against him just to root against him. It's just that you won a Super Bowl in, like, 2010. It's 2023. Why does everybody think these Super
4: Bowl champion quarterbacks have some, like, secret? I, I, listen, I, they don't have a secret, but he— w- <laughs> It's again, you, you may, I guess he, I know he didn't win the Super Bowl since 2010, but he's been really deep in the playoffs for a long, long time. I'm not arguing that. He, he did. He, he had a Drew Brees
1: in the prime of his career. I mean,
4: he made Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis look good.
1: Uh, Taysom
4: Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill, I'll give him credit for coming up with a role for Taysom Hill. Right. But, but Teddy Bridgewater played well as the backup for Drew Brees that year, and so did Jameis.
1: Yeah. But listen, I, I'm just, all I'm saying is this. I don't think Sean Payton is quite as good
4: as his resume says he is. Sure. I don't think, look, I don't think he's Bill Belichick or Bill Parcells or Don Shula or Bill Walsh or any of those, Jimmy Johnson. He's not He's not those guys, but yeah, yeah like but, he's good. But I think that
1: to see a guy give up 70 points, and, and I also think that, that the Broncos being 1-3 and is a big deal because they have too much money invested in Russell Wilson, and they screwed the whole thing up. They let the whole previous administration kind of deal with this Russell Wilson thing. They gave him too much money. They gave him too long of a contract. They gave him too much power. That's not his
4: fault. Like He took the job, which is his fault, but that that part he didn't do. You know. Oh, Sean Payton? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I'm not blaming that on Sean Payton. I'm just saying that now the marriage between Payton and Russell Wilson, I don't think it's going anywhere. So one in three, I'll call it a big deal because it's a proud franchise that is just in a disastrous spot right now. Mm -hmm. What do you say, man?
2: All right, what's next? All right, well, we'll do a couple more. We'll do uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're 3-1 right now. Um,
4: and That's uh, a big deal. Big deal. Like, I, I, I'll tell you what. First of all, that division stinks, so they can win the division this year. And it would be hilarious if the Bucs were better this year with Baker Mayfield than Cappy's <laughs> boyfriend, Tom Brady, yeah. last year.
1: I mean, I suppose it could happen. I mean, your, your point about the division being bad is right on. So I don't know if I would say that they're a better team for team. I don't know. I'm not gonna go back and look at it. I don't really care that much, but I will say this Atlanta's not a good team. New Orleans is not really a good team, and Carolina's a horrendous team. I mean, Atlanta and New Orleans are two and two, so their season's, you know, well intact. But Tampa Bay being three and one with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, that's
2: Does that mean like- he's
4: a real legit quarterback? No, it means that he's he's not like number one pick good yeah, or yeah. like franchise quarterback good, but he's not bad. No, he's... he Baker Mayfield is
1: proving. That he is a legitimate starting quarterback in Correct. the NFL.
4: Correct. He's just not like a franchise-changing guy. He's just, but he's a he's a starter, sure.
1: But you know what? If if I if we really went around the league over the weekend and we looked at some of the quarterbacks that were playing, you might find yourself thinking that Baker Mayfield is in the I'd rather, upper half.
4: I'd rather Baker Mayfield than Daniel Jones. Oh, no question about it. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Oh man, wait till Lindsey gets back and hears that. Oh yeah. Lose her mind. All right, guys. uh,
2: The Chicago Bears
4: own four. um Actually, let's do that real quick. I'd rather have Baker than Mac Jones, right? Yes. Okay. Zach Wilson for sure. Zach Wilson? Yes. Yeah, but I just want to say one thing about Zach Wilson. I'm in the I'm
1: in the minority. He stinks. Okay, maybe so. He's
4: one good game. I'm not absolving
1: him of all those terrible games. Let me tell you something right now. Here's all I'm saying. Oh, here we go. I'm not giving
4: up on Zach Wilson. Okay. You and Zachy together. Okay. That's right. All right. Anyway, uh, your boy uh, Pickett. He stinks too. Yeah, he's not very good. I didn't think in college. I didn't
1: think he was a really. I didn't think he was an NFL he's quarterback hurt too. He's going to be out yeah, for next hurt. couple weeks. I know. Oh, he's really? Because I thought I saw a report earlier this week that said he might come back and play this oh, week no, against I Baltimore. Oh, he's going to be
4: out. Oh, really? Um, better than Tannehill?
1: Would you take him over Tannehill? Uh, um, Baker Mayfield. I, I, I like mean, Tannehill's Ryan Tannehill. Really bad right now. Yeah, but I mean, listen, you, you, the Tennessee Titans, you can't figure out one week they're good, right, one But week Tannehill bad.
4: wasn't the reason they were good a couple years ago. It's just because Derrick Henry ran for two thousand yards.
1: Yeah, but he had some, he had some big games in there. He had like.
4: This is what he always does. He fools people into thinking he's good. Oh, listen.
1: I never thought Ryan Tannehill was good. I never thought he had the personality to be a star quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But, okay, keep going. Baker Mayfield. Garoppolo? I take take Baker Mayfield right now over Garoppolo. Russell Wilson? I mean, just because he's younger, I would take Baker Mayfield.
4: All right. Uh, How about uh, the kid from Washington? um oh god from north carolina Sam well, Howell.
1: you know what he had a pretty nice game yesterday but um yeah i'd probably take baker mayfield
4: yeah daniel jones we talked about that seven yep. mm-hmm. um jordan love i would probably take baker mayfield right now over jordan love justin fields although that's not, i don't feel like it's his fault i feel like he's really in a justin bad Justin Fields spot. actually had a great game yesterday he threw I, four touchdown passes i know he's like in a bad spot so yep. i'm not counting him uh desmond ritter yeah yes of course um New Orleans? Who's New Orleans? Derek Carr. Oh but my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, Bryce Young. I'd take him over Bryce Young. Uh, Seattle, Geno. Um, hmm. maybe. Well, I mean, listen, we got to like close. eleven or twelve teams with Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I know
1: it's it's it's. Cl- I mean, listen, Baker Mayfield. Say what you want about him, criticize him for his time in Cleveland. Yeah, you know he went from Cleveland. Cleveland alert. He came here to LA. He had one big game last year. Yeah. He's 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 the starting quarterback of the Bucks. They're 3 and 1. He's turned himself into a pro quarterback.
4: Yeah. Good for him. Uh, All right, Cappy, that's Big Deal or No Deal. Dealers Choice is coming up next. Don't forget, Million Dollar Mondays is back on 710. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Listen every Monday during the season for your chance to win, and all you have to do is give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams and the final score, and you could win a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get two tickets to a game at SoFi. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, and play. So we had uh, a gentleman today, right, from Woodland Hills. Give us his prediction: Chiefs thirty-two, Niners twenty-eight. Now, it can't be like the teams that didn't like the prediction.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a score of like thirty-two to twenty-eight.
4: Yeah, tough I mean, score if he to get said to.
1: Thirty-one or thirty-four, I would have, I would have gone
0: around. I would have been. That's cool, but I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
3: Hey, you accidentally hit the post.
4: I went to get water oh. because I thought we'd have the rejoin still. Yeah.
3: No, no rejoin, and I did text Morales before he comes at me.
4: Yeah, Laura's
1: like, uh, you're on, Cap. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for George to start.
4: Yeah, I figured, well, I have enough time to get water, to refill my water bottle, because mm-hmm. as soon as I get out of here, I'm out. Like, I'm full-fledged to the so car. So, like, six 50, you're gone. Boom. Mm-hmm. I want to be in the car by mm-hmm. 7 o'clock. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Understood. Yeah. And uh, so I figured I'd. You can make it down there in two minutes to your car? Yeah. Right. Yeah,
3: before two minutes. I yeah. take the
4: stairs, bro. Oh, you do? Okay. Wow. It's faster. Yeah. Uh, Cappy knows. I mean, I don't wait for no elevator. Just take I mean, the stairs. We, we,
1: we've gotten to the point now where we just leave and don't even say goodbye to people anymore. We're just like, yo, we're gone. Yeah. yeah. We're out.
4: No, I say bye to the people in the yeah, control yeah, yeah. room. He'll say bye, guys. Cappy yeah. doesn't. No, nah, I just rolled out last week.
1: I did. <laughs> I so, just rolled out.
4: So, anyway, so I, I thought we had the rejoin. So I was like, oh, I got. Exactly. I walked in right before the post, so it would have been like perfect. I timed it perfect. Except Chris didn't leave a rejoin for that segment. Well, let me do this
1: for uh, dealer's choice for a little dealer's choice action. Yeah. First of all, I want to say this for everybody that's watching the show on YouTube, George. I really like that jacket you're wearing today. Thank
4: you. I appreciate that. That's
1: a really, really cool jacket. Yeah, but I liked it better when you were wearing it earlier today on Around the Horn. Oh, okay. Did everybody hear what George did today on Around the Horn? What did I do?
3: Yeah, what did he do? What did
1: he do? Oh, you guys don't know about this. No. What did I do? George sent out a major, major shout out to the Sedano and Cap show today.
4: Oh, I did? On Around the Horn. I did because I said, uh, I was shouting out the Rams and I said that Puka Nakua was a guest on our show.
1: That's right. He said, uh, Puka Nakua, we found him early on. He shouted out uh, himself, the Sedano and Scott Kaplan show. He said the George Sedano Scott Kaplan show. So a lot of love on national TV today from Sedano for the Sedano and Kaplan show. Right, because I won,
4: I won today. I ended the Bill Barnwell dynasty on Around the Horn. He I had saw been that. he had been running uh, running rough shot since he arrived on Around the Horn the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, so uh, way to go, Georgie. Way to put that out there for everybody.
4: First show in two months. It'd been a while since I'd been on. So. Nice job by you. Very so, nice job. Yeah. And then so, Reale asked, did you hear the end? Was yeah. I don't know if they cut it off, because he right asked, well, are you Are you shouting him out because he was great or because he was on your show? And I said yeah. both. No, he was on the show. That's why.
1: Yeah. That's why we're shouting him yeah. out. Pretty amazing, Puka Nakua, just as a complete side note here. Mm-hmm. Um, to be this early in your career and have all this craziness happening to you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's kind of really hard to believe. What a sweetheart
4: of a kid, though, right? Like, we got to meet him briefly, right, when he was on the show, you know? You
1: can't, you, I mean, you just cheer for guys like that. And yesterday, yeah. the stats were like, he was targeted 10 times, he had 9 receptions, like 160 yards receiving, scored his first NFL touchdown in a spectacular walk-off fashion. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to the Rams scouting department, man. Because finding a player like that in the fifth round is damn impressive. And shout-out to Puka, who, by the way, has the kind of name that you can become a star when your name is Puka because nobody even cares what your
4: last name is. You just call him Puka. It's like Tua. It's like Giannis. Right. You know, he's got one name. Yeah. So, Puka Nakua's got, like, all sorts of crazy, like, records already. So, let me run them by you real quick here on Dealer's Choice. Puka Nakua's the fourth player in NFL history with – with at least 35 receptions and 500 receiving yards through the, fir- through the team's first four games of a season. Mm-hmm. The only other players that have done that, Reggie Wayne in 2012, Wes Welker in 2011, Jimmy Smith in 2000. Granted, all three of those guys were veterans when they did that, okay? Puka Nakua is the first rookie since the NFL instituted overtime in 1974 to record 150-plus receiving yards in a game, as well as the game-winning touchdown. Uh, let me see, what other Puka stats do we have here? Uh, we get got some Stafford stuff, 43rd game-winning drive. Puka Nakua not only has the most receptions, 39, in a player's first four career games, he now also has the most receiving yards at 501 as well.
1: Yeah, way to go. And that's the kind of guy you cheer for. I mean, seriously, he's he's an underdog player. Yeah, Fifth-round draft choice from a school like BYU. This isn't a guy who's a sixth-round draft choice who was a five-star player and he went to Alabama and he got hurt and he didn't really play that much and now he's kind of coming into his own. This is a guy who... I mean, you got to cheer for underdog guys like this. He's and awesome, so, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy for that young man. I really am. Um, but let me just have a minute here to go off the rails for a second. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys a question. If I said to you, how do I download text messages from my phone to my computer, mm-hmm. where would you tell me to start?
4: Do you have an Apple like phone and, and a Mac like computer? I have an iPhone, and I have a MacBook Pro computer. Well, all you have to do is sign into your Apple ID, and you should like be able I to- messages, right? or yeah, Like iMessages, right? Yeah, and just get iMessages, right.
1: Well, I would encourage you guys to try that,
4: because- It not
3: all the way, all the time.
4: I mean, it syncs on my home computer all the time.
3: Mm-mm. My, my iPad and my MacBook Pro, like, it'll randomly sync, and people are like, oh, it's because you're not logged in. I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm logged in.
4: No, on my f- at my home computer, which is a, um, a, a Mac, not mm-hmm. a MacBook- um, I don't do that because this, this computer is a work computer, yeah, but my Mac at home is synced to my text messages, and it comes right through. I, w- I, I will tell you guys
1: that um, I had to try and get my texts from my phone onto my computer. Mm-hmm. I spent hours, I am not exaggerating, hours. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was sitting around watching football, but I was trying to do this download. It told me it's going to take four hours to download, and then... Two hours into the download, it aborts the download. I had to go to like three different computers in my house till I finally figured out I need to use an external hard drive. I, I'm not joking. I, you talk oh. about how, t- how technology can frustrate you. I probably spent six or eight hours on this thing. And then this morning, woke up hoping that it downloaded overnight, Wait. which it did, but to understand the software, I had to go buy Happy. software. Yes. Hold on,
3: hold on, hold, pause. So you want just to download like a... Kind of like a transcribed of your text messages. Yep. All you need to do is go. <laughs> you don't need to do that through your Apple or anything. You just you can do that with your carrier. They yeah, they can send it to you.
1: You know, maybe, but um,
3: no, I'm serious. They they can.
1: I understand, but this had to be done, and it needed to be done like immediately. Yeah. And they- the only thing I could do was find this software, and then buy a license for it. And then I'm telling you, it took me hours and hours and hours. God, technology can frustrate me so
4: badly. And you're also cheap. (laughs) Yeah, but. but So the fact you had to pay for it is even worse. It made it even worse. Right? Right. That's what I'm saying. All right, right, calm down, Cappy. Time to go. All right, let's get out of here. See you mañana, lit.